welcome to The Practical Prophetic, where prophetic ministry is made practical. I'm Beth Wingate, I'm your host, and welcome to the podcast. On our podcast today, I am so excited to have Pastor Matt Akins back on the show. Welcome, Pastor Matt. What's up, Beth? I am so pumped <laughs> to be on here today. It's going to be amazing. Yes, great <laughs> expectations. Hello, <laughs> <little> play on words. <laughs> so uh, it's always fun to have you on. Of course, you're a worship pastor at the church I go to, Low Church. And so uh, you and I were having a conversation about the podcast, and the Lord put something on your heart about expectancy. I'm just going to pitch it over to you, and we'll see where things go. Okay. Yes, Beth. Today, I'm just excited to talk about something that's been on my heart, and that is expectancy. Expectancy. Beth, the Bible says in Hebrews 11:6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. He that comes to God must believe that he is and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. So, Beth, in every context, whether it's at church, in our personal life, in a small group, just our day-to-day God wants us to be expectant. He wants us to believe that anything is possible. He wants us to pray and to expect for those prayers to be answered. And he wants us to contribute every day in the body of Christ at church. Like I said, in many different contexts, he wants us to contribute and be ready for his blessing, to be ready for his spirit to move, just for for action to take place in the kingdom. And so I just kind of wanted to talk uh, about that today, Beth. And I'll just go ahead and say this. Um, in the context of church, and this is something I, anybody that's listening today, this is one thing I would like to say. In the context of just your local church, wh- wherever you attend, God wants us to be expectant for something to happen in our church services. You know, uh-huh. like I really feel, yeah, I really feel like that there are some times where and I have been guilty. I think we've all been guilty. But there's times where we'll, we we will go to church and we will just go through the motions, not having really prayed about the service, not having really prayed for our pastor or our worship pastor or the musicians. And we just attend church and we walk out the door and we wonder why nothing happened. You know, and I'm, right now I'm focusing on the context of it, like, you know, church services. But, Beth, we should pray for our pastor. We should we should pray Lord, anoint my pastor to bring a word that will impact my life today, that will impact the church today. We should pray for our worship pastors, the musicians, the singers, because, Beth, if we come expecting and praying for God to move, he is going to move. You know, the Bible says, Beth, in Matthew 7, 7, 8, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened you. For everyone that asks receives. He that seeks finds. And to them that knock. The door will be open. But Beth, how many people are there that are attending church week to week that are going to church, not praying or expecting anything? You know, and I feel like that's that's a a negative thing. I feel like that is not the posture that God wants us to have. And so, Beth, one thing, you know, I tell our team every Sunday, usually on Saturdays when I'm sending out our set list. I always try to put a word of encouragement out there. I say, let's guys, let's go ahead and start praying for our services. Let's pray and expect for God to move, because if we expect for God to move, something is going to happen. Right. Yeah. Last week on the podcast, we talked about uh, the value of being 
in church and that some people come into church with a consumer mentality. You yeah. know, they have this mentality of, well, if I can just hear the good preaching and be under good worship, I can get recharged to face the week. And that's okay. That's, that's, that's acceptable. However, you need to be a participant. There is yeah. a higher level where you're, you're not just a consumer, but you're, you're someone who is giving. And so praying for your pastor, encouraging other people and having that spirit of expectation is so important because, you know, as you and I can probably identify with this because we are involved in music ministry, uh, depending on the audience, if there's no pull on that anointing, there's no pull of corporate worship all, you know, all together, it can be very difficult. I know we've done services where we were at a, a different church and People don't know you and you're doing music and they're, they're yeah. standing there with their arms folded. <laughs> it's just really difficult to really enter into worship in and, and that condition. But when we have a spirit of ex- expectation and expectancy, I believe it just energizes the spirit realm and produces a result. Absolutely. And Beth, I just would like to say this for anyone listening today. I just would like to say if you attend church, and really this goes both ways, if you're a musician or a singer on your worship team at your church, or you know you play a big role, maybe you work, you're a greeter, or you serve in some capacity, you know this applies to you as well. It, it applies to everyone. But did you know that you have the power to sometimes? Uh, we used to use this term. This is kind of a churchy term, but uh, we use the term that someone having the key to the service. And what that would, and, you know, and what that means is that somebody could come to church, you know, ready to worship, coming to church, expecting God to move, lifting up their hands, not waiting for their favorite song, for the praise team to sing their favorite song before they start engaging in worship. They come, they come in expecting, ready, ready to sing along, even if it's, Beth, even if it's not their favorite song. Right, something right. About, because it's not yeah. about, uh, it's not about what we want. <laughs> Yeah, it's about what we're all accomplishing together, and that's to to worship the Lord. And in doing so, we build one another up. That's true. That's good. That's really good. And I was going to say as well that if we had that mindset, Beth, imagine what could take place at church. Imagine imagine a congregation coming, having prayed beforehand, coming, expecting for God to move in some way, what that would do. Let me tell you something. The worship team, for those listening, you may have the greatest worship team of all time at your church, and that you may have great sound and lights and smoke and all of those things. But did you know that if you have no expectancy, then you then it's 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 going to negatively affect your worship experience. And the, sometimes yeah, okay. people will say sometimes people will say phrases like this, Beth, well today we had good worship or well today we had it was kind of mediocre. It was okay. Well, you know, if you if you say something like that, what <laughs> role did you play? What what did you do? What did you contribute? And Beth, here's the thing. I know, you know, I love to worship God. I would consider myself, I am a musician. I do lead worship. I do sing. I've done it for many, many years. But also, Beth, some friends here at church, we joke about the fact that I have some other friends, and Beth, I would consider you in this lot, that we love to worship. And to be honest with you, I don't care if it's Southern Gospel, 
I don't care what right. kind of stuff. You, listen, I have shouted in church and worshiped to the Gaithers and to Southern Gospel <laughs> and to, I, I mean, <laughs> any style you can think of because I was not, I did not need to have most incredible dynamic uh, worship set available to me on that particular Sunday. I have experienced God just because I came expecting. And if, and Beth, once again, I know I'm being a little redundant here, but if we could just, if we could just get everyone and get it into our culture, you know, with our friends, with our local churches in our inner circle, if we could just get it into our mindset and culture that we could pretty much sway or dictate how a service will go based on our expectancy. I would love that's to right. just you know, encourage that. That's so good. It makes me think of the scripture that says that there remains faith, hope, and love. And, you know, faith and love, we seem to have no problem understanding that in the church. But hope sometimes is a little overlooked. Hope is an, something we do uh, active on our part. The Merriam-Webster's Dictionary says that hope is expecting that something will happen, and then it does happen. So yeah. expectation means I I hope and I expect, or the act of expecting something to happen. And so we can manifest things through our attitude. We can we can manifest a response, and that can be, uh, for lack of a better word, contagious. That's good. Just by our attitude, you know, you and I were having a conversation recently about the value of culture and cultivating culture and uh, limiting or uh, suppressing negative things in, in the culture and then building up positive things and in, in cultivating the right kind of culture. And that can be in a worship team, that can be in church, that can be in your business, even in your family. Yeah. And that comes with an expectation of having the, a culture that reflects the fruits of the Spirit. Yes, that is so good. That is so good. And Beth, the Bible says in James chapter 1, 5 through 8, and I think this is a good passage of Scripture that really correlates with what we're talking about today as it relates to expectancy. James 1, 5 through 8 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, here we go here. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect. Here's that word expect. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double minded and unstable in all they do. So, Beth, there's a lot that we can unpack here from James 1, 5 through 8. But, Beth, what I'm getting from this and what I see here is that, once again, God, he expects us to expect, you know, <laughs> we, he expects us to expect we should pray. Once again, still on the context, in the context of a church service coming to your local church, we should pray for God to move. We should pray for the, the worship to be anointed. We should pray for our pastor's sermon. We should pray for people to be saved. And we're going to talk about spiritual gifts here in just a minute. But. But right here, it actually says that a person who asks and does not have faith actually really is saying, Beth, this person is a, an immature person, and this it's a person that's out of balance. So, Beth, what you could say here is that an individual who's attending church, who is either not expecting anything, and they're just waiting on the pastor to preach the, the right sermon or the worship team to sing the right song, 
either that or they're praying and not really believing that anything's going to happen. It's really saying that that is an in, uh, immature person, an immature believer, and someone who's not stable. And I'm, wow. I hope I'm not sounding too rough. <laughs> I don't mean to sound No, too you're rough. not. I, that's so good. Well, I'm just I'm saying that, that you know, there's maturity to this. Right. I'm going to interject right here that this is not a new uh, principle that you only get out of things what you put into them. And we have to, like I said, we can't come to church with just a consumer mentality, but we are there to participate and take an active role. Number one, the most practical, most basic way you can do that is pray, pray for your church, pray for (laughs) your pastors, pray for your leadership. Uh, number two is to to come with with the right attitude, to come with a spirit of expectation and to come and then do your part, you know, whatever that is. I'm going to bounce off of something that I read about that this sort of rung a bell with me. It's actually used in the business world, but it's it's a theory in the workplace called expectancy theory. I'm going to read this one sentence here. It says expectancy theory operates on the premise that employees base an individual level of effort on what is necessary to perform well and earn rewards within the workplace. Well, I'm going to say we could take that same theory and apply it to the kingdom of God because the fruit and the rewards of your expectation, which will produce performance, will be uh, will be bountiful. There will be a harvest on that. That's good, good seed in the ground. When you when you plant the seeds of expectation in your church, you will reap the fruit of that uh, because the Lord is going to show up in such a mighty way. I believe the Lord will bless that effort. That is so good, Beth. And finally, I just want to pivot. I've been talking about in the context of a church service, and I just want to say this real quick. And we don't have to stay here forever, and this may be a podcast for another time, but in 1 Corinthians 12, starting with verse 8, Beth, it goes into the nine spiritual gifts that are in operation in the body of Christ. And this would apply at church. This would apply in a small group. And technically, Beth, this would just apply to your day-to-day because no matter if you're going – if you're going to the grocery store shopping for groceries or you're going to Walmart or you're, you know, wherever you wherever you are in your day to day, we should expect for God to use us. And he may want to use us in a spiritual gift. Now, I just want to read this real quickly. Starting with verse eight, it says, for to one is given by the spirit, the word of wisdom to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another, the gifts of healing. By the same spirit to another, the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another diverse kinds of tongues and to another, the interpretation of tongues. And I just want to say that here we have in Scripture nine spiritual gifts that operate in the body of Christ. And that just Beth, that just means where there is a gathering of believers. So it can be at church. It can be at a small group. It can be anywhere. But there are nine gifts of the Spirit that the Lord has given the church to strengthen. I mean, we have, we're talking about encouragement, strengthening. We're talking about uh, gifts of the Spirit that are used to propel someone to their destiny, to encourage someone to, uh, to, to follow the path that God has for them. And we're even talking about the gifts of healing. I mean, God has provided these gifts in the body of Christ. And if we are sensitive 
and expectant, using the word expectancy again, if we're expectant, God would use us to operate in one of these gifts. Now, that is dependent upon what the Holy Spirit has given us. And I know some of this is for a conversation for another day, but if you're a spirit-filled believer and if you attend a spirit-filled church, then these are gifts that that should be in operation. And in any context, even in your day-to-day, God could use you in a grocery store to give a word of encouragement or to give you know, a word of knowledge that could open up the door, Beth, for someone to come to salvation. So, right. so look at all of this that is available every day. You know, the life of a Christian, it's not a boring life. There's something happening every day. I don't Absolutely. believe there's a day off in, the, in our life as a believer. Last week I talked about in the assembling of ourselves at church that uh, we went to a church a few years back and they had a, a logo and a slogan. And the slogan was inward, outward, upward which really just sums up why we're at church. But it's that uh, it's that outward part that some of this really uh, well, it really applies to all three. But uh, that outward part, you know, when we when we are able to come in, we set the tone. We we encourage others with our attitude of expectancy. And that's really a choice. You know, that is a choice. That is a faith quality, prophetic faith choice to say, I expect the Lord to, number one, speak to me today through the message. I expect to have an encounter with the Lord during worship. I expect to encourage someone today. And then I expect for the Lord to hear my prayers that I pray. You know, you should have that attitude about every single facet of church. I expect the Lord to have an encounter with my children and for them to grow yeah. and be discipled, you know, whatever the, the case may be. And so when we come in with that right attitude, that attitude that is rooted in the fruits of the spirit, it's only going to produce righteous fruit in our life. And there's nothing more prophetic than having that attitude of expectancy and then seeing the manifestation of that fruit. That's that is so rewarding. That is so fantastic. That is so good, Beth. I love Habakkuk 2.2. It says, Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. And another translation says, Write the vision and make it plain. I love that. And, Beth, one thing I do, and I've done this for a long time, and actually it's kind of funny because my wife, Leslie, she actually has stopped using our regular – we have a calendar on a refrigerator – and I've basically taken it over. I've done this for years, but I will get a marker. And on Sundays, I will write out, you know, what I expect God to do that day. And the reason why I'm kind of being humorous with it is my wife has turned to a digital calendar because I, <laughs> every day I will write something every day on our calendar. And it's kind of funny at this point. I'll just write things every day. And, and so our calendar is just full of my, all, all of the markings that I've done. But Beth, on Sundays, I get my calendar and I write and what I expect God to do. And Beth, I cannot tell you how many times on a Sunday or what maybe I've written down God is going to heal somebody today or people will be saved today or the sermon will be powerful with a special anointing or worship will be powerful. I write these things, Beth, and I so many times the, the very thing that I've written down on that calendar on that Sunday slot on the calendar. It has happened. That's and because I, that's prophetic. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I may borrow yeah. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. That, what, I mean, that's, no, seriously, that, that's faith in action. 
when yeah. we expectation is putting legs to our faith. That's saying my my attitude is going to line up with my beliefs. I'm gonna I'm gonna have that anticipation that it's not a matter of if it happens, but when it happens. That's so good. That is so good. And Beth, once again, we could use the word expectancy and faith. We could use those interchangeably. Right. Because the Bible says in Mark, and I, this is one of, one of my favorite passages of Scripture, Mark 11, 22 through 24, is just a juggernaut Scripture when it comes to faith. It says, have faith in God, for surely I say to you, and these, these are the words of Jesus, have faith in God, for surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and planted into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that the things he says. That goes back to another podcast where we talked about speaking life and speaking faith. But it says whatever he says, if they, whoever believes that what he says will happen, it will happen. And then Beth, it says in Mark eleven twenty four, whatsoever things you ask for when you pray. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So, Beth, if we will raise up an army of believers and get this in our culture, at our church, with our family, with our friends, that if we start expecting and praying and believing, it's going to happen. Things are going to change. Things are going to shift. And we're going to see the hand of God in action in our lives. Amen. That's so good. I'm going to leave us with one scripture, too. It's Romans 15, 13. It says, now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost, which is really just a summation of everything that we're saying. This is fantastic. Talking about great expectations. If we want to see it happen, first we have to believe it. Then we have to expect that it's going to happen. Yes. That is fantastic. Well, is there anything else you want to leave us with? And I definitely want to plug. You have a CD that has just come out. A new single has dropped. You can get that on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google, and YouTube under Matt Akins. Uh, and the name of this song is In the Secret Place. And the special thing about this song, In the Secret Place, you recorded this with your sisters. It was a family yeah. project. Yes, I did. And Beth, I'm so excited and so pumped to release this. This is just a driving praise and worship song, you know, taken from Psalms 91, uh, that God wants us to come into his presence in the secret place. Uh, there's joy, there's peace in his presence. And yes, Beth, I had a blast recording with my sisters. It was a, a lot of fun. It was a family affair. And yes, it's available on all music platforms. And I would love for anyone to be able to download that or stream that today and just be encouraged. Yes, I will link in the description box, and I got to have a little taste, a little preview of it. It's fantastic. You guys have such an amazingly talented family. I'm looking forward to it, and I have great expectations that it's going to be a hit. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the show. I love this topic. I love the idea of coming with a spirit of, I believe it's a spirit of expectancy, When we come into church, knowing that God is going to do something amazing, the Holy Spirit is going to show up in our service in some kind of tangible way. That is fantastic. Amen. Had a blast today, Beth. Thank you. Have a great week. You too. Thanks. Thanks. 
Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll be informed next time I post. Thank you again and have a blessed day.